So you're welcome to um, the next edition of our Living Wholeheartedly podcast as we, as the Methodist Church in Ireland, think together about what it looks like to live wholeheartedly as a follower of Jesus for the transformation of the world. Today we're in the World Development and Relief and World Mission Partnership offices in uh, Edge Hill House chatting with Zito Kuzwayo, who comes from Pakamisa in South Africa. Pakamisa is a ministry of Pinetown Methodist Church, which is near Durban. And Pakamisa has been one of the World Development and Relief Partners for many, many years. And I'm just delighted to be able to chat with Zitu about what living wholeheartedly looks like for you in your context. Oh, my. You're so welcome. And thank you for this conversation. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so tell us a bit about yourself, uh, oh, who guys. you are, what day-to-day -day life is like for you and how you came to faith in Jesus. Oh, my. Oh. First of all, let me, let me thank you. Uh, for the opportunity to be here and to also get a chance to sit down and talk to you. Um, it, it has been quite a journey uh, from moving from South Africa to, to London, then from London to here. Oh my word. <laughs> it has been quite a journey. Um, but if you are if you are saying I must talk about my journey yeah. with, with, with Christ. That's, that's, that's a tough one, but not really a tough one, but it just, I, I just have these feelings and, and emotions and, and memories flashing down so quickly, um, thinking of the journey that I, I, I have had and explore with God. Um, my first encounter with, with, with God it happened many, many, many years ago. Um, probably I was 18 or 19, just after I finished my, my, my metric. I was having a lot of problems uh, because I've, I've lost my, my, my parents when, when I was very young. I was about 11 years old when I, when I lost my parents. And my aunt took me in when I was in high school, started high school. So I, I, I had to live with her and her husband. So um, life wasn't as roses and, <laughs> and fleshy as people will assume. Mm. Uh, this young girl living in the suburbs, you know, and assuming that everything was okay. And since you are living there and you are living with right people, you, you, you will be, you are, or you are in good hands or you are ex having a time of your life. So for me, it wasn't like that. There were a whole lot of mixed motions and things that were happening around me um, that triggered some, some, some emotions Mm -hmm. and some serious thoughts of suicidal thoughts. And at that particular moment, my, my say, because my family has been in the church 
um, you, you, you would swear they are the church themselves. Okay. They are the Methodist church themselves uh, because it's the way we, we, we've been brought up. You know, every Sunday you have to go to church. If it, yeah. You can't do this without praying and on all of that. So it, that whole section part was in me. I knew how to pray. I knew how to do, to intercede and, and, and all of that. But... Having to explore all of these things made me realize that, no, I, I think God doesn't like me. He doesn't love me. Um, but is there a God to start with? Mm-hmm. Is he, uh, if, if, if he allows me to go through so much in life, um, is he there at all? Um, maybe because I'm praying for somebody who is totally different. I've been told about this God that that will soothe in my, my pain away, that will comfort, comfort me. Uh, and, uh, you know, I won't go hungry. I won't, you know, all these good things are being said about this God. And I'm not experiencing all of that. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> because I'm not experiencing all of that. And, um, um, one particular day, while caught up in that moment, I, I asked him. I've been sobbing and crying for the whole week. Um, and it came to a point whereby, really, um, let me give him an ultimatum. Um, if you are God and you are alive, I want to see your face. Um, uh, <laughs> literally did I know what I was asking for mm-hmm. and I said to him if, 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 if you are God I want to see your face and if I don't see your face more especially today and now trust me I will never again pray calling your name because you, to me it will be a proof that you do not exist. Mm-hmm. And, and what we've been taught all along, it has been a lie. And, 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 and I was so, so strong and, and my feelings and emotions were very high. I, I, I had this belief that I need, I, it, it's something that I, I, I have to see by myself. If he is, let him show himself. Mm-hmm. What's stopping him from doing that? Why am I continuing to pray for somebody to, to somebody who doesn't care about me? Because if he cares so much about me, I wouldn't be experiencing what, what I'm going through right now. And at that particular moment, something came. I was sitting in my in my in my bedroom. The door was closed, sitting right at the corner holding this cushion, I remember my eyes had like blisters because I've been crying for the whole week and I wasn't sleeping properly, you know, I wasn't eating, all of that, Mm -hmm. you know. And and I I said, yeah, so you better show yourself. I know uh, that uh, uh, Moses asked to see your face Mm -hmm. and you decided to to let him see your back you're not gonna do that to me because (laughs) I want to see you so it was a moment of do or die and couple of minutes down the line this 
ball of fire came mm -hmm. right from the ceiling board and I could see that it wanted to circle above my head and nobody said it was him. I knew mm -hmm. it was him and I was like, <gasps> no, I was playing. Uh, I can't joke with you. <laughs> that, was, that was meant to be a joke, you know, but I think... For me to say that was meant to be a joke, it was merely because of the fear of now what what I've asked for, yes. it's really happening in front of my eyes. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I knew that God is alive. I knew when you're talking about Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is alive. Mm -hmm. I, 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 You know, every inch, I, I've never looked back. So if you were to ask me, <laughs> how is my relationship with God? Uh, <laughs> He will, he, will, he will show you the symbols and signs yes. as I am looking at you behind you. Mm -hmm. That eagle behind yes. you. It has been following me. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It has been following me right through this whole process. I went to Shrevenham. I saw one of, of the same. <laughs> And I have a story behind that. Okay. Uh, hence, hence, I get so emotional because, I, I, you know, God is, is, is somebody else. It, it, you can't measure him, but you just have to look closely to see if you can see him, if, mm -hmm. you, if you can identify him. He avails himself, you know, and, and he's a loving God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my experience Good. with God. Take it or leave it. That's my truth. It's <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Thank you. You know, that's my truth. I love him so much. Um, I never thought at, uh, in a million years that I'll find myself sitting here chatting with mm -hmm. you. Never in a million years. I've never anticipated this trip. Um, so for me, it's, it's still God showing me that he is God. He is the father of many, and but to me, he's very much special, and I love him for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that that sense of God graciously making himself known when you cried out, oh, yes. yeah, and then, but also the fact that that you've known the presence of God in really difficult times, Edo. So, can I ask you? You are now director of Pakamisa. Yes. Um, but very sadly, the previous director died during yes. COVID. Yes. How did that living faith in Jesus affect that awful time? Oh, wow. Um, the previous director, um, I would say we, 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 we share more of each other and... and, and experiences uh, are like similar okay. somewhere somehow and uh, I've known her for for quite some time and for for, for some for quite some years in fact growing up uh, um, meeting her at church as 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 a young girl uh, being fond of her little did I knew that our families you know um, uh, knew each other um, so much and her mother and my grandmother, they were best of friends. Oh. 
simply because they were they, they belonged to the team that sings uh, uh, our Methodist national anthem <laughs> <laughs> and and they would sing it beautifully but you know uh, we, we we had that bond yeah. and having to also work with her for a couple of years down the line uh, to me it was I don't know whether I'd say a dream come true but it I think God has done it purposely that we meet in that way and to have to share that space. Mm-hmm. So her passing uh, during COVID, it, it, for me, it was too soon. Okay. Um, but I've also realized that God did not make any mistake because sometimes we will think that God will, will make a mistake and, you know, he, he will take people that you know, are still know you're not supposed to go mm-hmm. and we sob around that. But trust me, he has finished her, her work and her task. Uh, her mission was complete for, 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 for whatever purpose that God placed him under. Lot of people in our church will call her mother. We will yeah. also call her our mother. Everybody will go and cry to her. And trust me, each and every person that goes up to her, she will give that person what is needed for that person, not for everybody, but especially for, for you, mm-hmm. something that will suit your problem, something that will suit your issue. Um, uh, we will call her mother of nations because everybody will be saying, ma, 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 you know, and coming to work at Pagamisa up close with her, I've learned so many things about her. She was a very dedicated woman, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who wants things to be done in, in, in her way and she'll do things in her way, um, um, you know, which which makes her unique in her own way. Mm-hmm. And we, we had to appreciate the woman that we had yeah. in front of us as a leader. So for her to depart the way she did, to us it was still not enough and it's still not enough. But God knew that her time was up mm-hmm. and she has completed the task. And for us it was to embrace that, that everything that she did, it, it, it was like it, it's on the clock. You know, you know when you are being given time to finish, you are giving a task, then you are told that you need to finish this task. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know when 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 you when you do the reflections uh, of what happened in the past, you will simply see that she was trying to finish everything up in order so that when the time comes, everything was done. Okay. But for us, because we are looking from outside the window looking inside we couldn't see clearly what god was up to mm-hmm. we, we we would pinpoint some of the trades but never in millionaires anticipated that yeah. she'll be gone so soon so I, that was the most difficult part yes. in our part that was that was very 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 difficult and having not to grieve her I, I I always say we we never I, I never grieved her. <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I never grieved her the way I wanted to because everything was based on that what can we do? What are we supposed to do? <laughs> you know, everyone, everyone, what is happening at for each and every person who wants info? They'll ask me, what's happening? Where can we get what? Can mm -hmm. we get a report? I'm, I'm right. I'm finding myself writing reports, finding myself to speak on behalf of the staff and finding myself doing the astrology. I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> really, guys? <laughs> Are you for real? And, and obviously, um, it will be very much clear for an admin work mm -hmm. to know almost everything because you are the engine of the office. Yes. And everybody really would ask you some question, but no one ever thought that I'll need some time to grieve. Of course. You know, uh, and, and have my me time to, yeah. to, to, to sit back and reflect and if I want to cry and cry out loud. Nobody gave me that space, you yeah. know, to say, no, you can go ahead and grieve. And I never got a chance to do that, mm -hmm. which was a very difficult part. And I did not see it in that particular moment. But as we, we, we took a trip, um, I remember when Tim uh, from WDR asked me uh, if we needed uh, some time out, uh, they called this thing a... It's sort of a retreat, mm -hmm. you, you know, um, uh, for staff whereby you, you, you take some time out from work. And, and I was like, hmm, they really thought of my mind, you know, really, I, I really needed this. Mm -hmm. I think more than everyone, I seriously needed this. Mm -hmm. And and even even the staff as well, because... When we grieve, we grieve differently. I cannot grieve like you. You cannot grieve like me. And we wouldn't be feeling the same feelings at once, you know. Mm -hmm. And and for me, it I really appreciated it so much um, that I knew it, it was something that, that I neglected. Um, but I knew it's something that I needed particularly for that period in time. Yes. And WDR made that one possible for me. So that was, good. That's, that was my journey mm -hmm. with, 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 with um, the late director, Togo Zanposwa. Our relationship was more of a mother and a child. And, and, and she gave me that support of motherly apart from being my director. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And literally, did I know that? <laughs> yeah. So like, you've, really. You find yourself in the hardest of times, thrust into being a leader. What difference did faith make to that? And is it difficult being a woman in leadership? Was that mm. a challenge? Uh, I would say yes and no. It depends on the nature of work that you are doing. Okay. Um, hence, for me, being a leader, being a woman in leadership, it's for me in, in the nature of work that I do, I think I find pleasure more uh, doing what, what I do and having to, to fumble around trying to find my feet, mm -hmm. but 
mostly I enjoy what I do. Um, uh, ever since growing up, my thing was help somebody. Mm-hmm. Have some, at least one person will come back and say thank you yeah. for what you have done for me. So that's, that's, that's the platform that God has given me because at one stage I, I saw myself as, as a teacher in the primary school nurturing kids because I love kids mm-hmm. so much and I love elderly people so much. Uh, even when I was growing up, I never had friends like of my of my age. I'll always find myself with, which was very much strange. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I I I I really enjoyed enjoyed engaging with them more because you get much of advice and yeah. you'll, even if you don't have to ask for it, they'll just <laughs> give it to you, you know, and kids will just give you love, yeah. you know, the cuddling, the kissing, you, you know, the talk is, it comes natural. They'll tell you that they love you without even thinking mm-hmm. of you as a person. They'll just like, oh, I love you. And you're like, I love you too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, being caught up in the midst of Pagamisa, having to be told that, yeah, you, you need to apply for this position. And I'm like, I'm not applying. What is needed? What, what qualifies you mm-hmm. to be the director? What really qualifies you? And I saw God moving, um, um, shifting everything that, that was standing in front of, of me just so I could become a director. I, I never wanted to be a director. I, I never anticipated being a director. But I, I remember when, when um, the board decided that, no, we need to put an advertisement for this post and we need to make it as wild as possible so that people can apply for... And I, I didn't even want to apply you know because for me it was like I don't qualify men mm-hmm. and besides I'm, I'm not looking at myself working in this job mm-hmm. uh, for so many years uh, I'm a teacher <laughs> yeah. and I want to be surrounded by kids and <sighs> little did I know uh, when I was approached to apply mm-hmm. I was like, no, I've been backed so many by so many people. No, you have to. You've been acting on this post, man. For six full months, you are acting on this post and you've been doing a wonderful job. And I'm like, really, am I? I I don't see it. (laughs) It's amazing that you see it. (laughs) But I don't. Or probably you are saying it just so I could feel better. But Mm -hmm. I don't see it. Um, um, But... I, I, you know, I saw God moving. <laughs> you know, a chess, a, a chess game. I do. <laughs> yeah. That's what God has done. Brilliant. Just for me to be there. Just for me to be there. You, you know. You, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if you get this. I do. Just for me. To, 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 to put my two feet in. Yeah. <laughs> the world did not qualify me. 
I was not qualified mm-hmm. for that particular job, but God qualified me. And ever since he has been making waves for me to to climb from one step to another step. And I'm not depending in my own understanding. I'm depending on his own understanding. Yeah. And ev- everywhere I go, everywhere I I talk about Pagamisa, uh, I'll say God speak because you are the one who put me here. I do not know anything about directing. The position itself for me it doesn't make sense, but to him it makes sense mm-hmm. because he knew that at some point I'll have to reach more than thousands of people yeah. just who 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 are going to listen to my testimony and and say okay we see God in you. For me that was that. It's brilliant. Yeah, and I think when you've a an experience of call like that when the difficult days come there's that sense exactly. of confidence in God exactly. and God's wisdom exactly so tell us about Pakamisa and the people that you're working with and oh, what God's doing there my word. oh my stuff is amazing guys oh that stuff is amazing um uh, I can't fault them anyway I I think when God um planted Pagamisa, planted a seed at Pagamisa. He carefully chosen people that will understand the mission behind. Mm-hmm. And I always say, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not working. I am a server. I see myself as a server. Uh-huh. For, for anyone who, who, who anticipates or imagine it working at Pagamesa, you should know that you are not a worker, but you are a server. You've been chosen to serve. And they've they've done work beyond my imagination. Uh, they'll come up with ideas like, <laughs> you're like, when did you think of this? <laughs> and we'll end up, you know, uh, uh, trying to figure out how else can we improve. So it has been wonderful. There are challenges. Um, um, I would say there are challenges out there. That office is 99% of women. Uh-huh. And you will think in our culture, in, in our Zulu culture, um, you can't put all women in one basket. Okay. Because they'll fight, like like literally. <laughs> but tell me it works. <laughs> it's good. There will. Uh-huh. <laughs> There'll be a whole lot of commotions. But trust me, ever since, from 2014, I've never had any. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. That tells you <laughs> how God picks <laughs> mm-hmm. the right people for the right yeah. position. Yeah. Um, um, the challenge uh, that we are having that has always been there, being women serving God in that mission, is not to have all the necessities, all the resources that we want in order for us to achieve beyond the machination okay. of other people. I, I, I see... Pagamisa standing on on its own two feet 
um, having branches here and there. Mm-hmm. That's 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 how I I, I see Pagamisa. But with limited of resources and with what has happened in the past, with the COVID, with the floods, with the unrest, and we are right in the center of all these things, yeah. sometimes it's very much difficult for us to make sure that the, all the needs that we are supposed to have, we do have. Yeah. Uh, we, unfortunately, we don't. <laughs> I said last, last, last week in London, um, we 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 give our grannies skills to sustain themselves and to be able to look after their grandchildren in a proper way but having an inspector coming in to tell you that the stoves that you are using they are outdated okay. and you need to put new stoves because if there were to a fire to happen and bend the building. The insurance will not pay because your stones are too old and you you do not have money for those stoves. Mm-hmm. Let alone we want to do more skills for them. We want to we want to teach them you know so many so many recipes that they can be able to go out there and establish businesses. Yes. But how much is the flour, the cake flour in the shops? Would Pagamisa afford to buy cake flour for 100 people who comes in every day to learn that skill? No. no. So what do you do? You improvise. If you improvise, which means you, <laughs> you use a certain amount, but in, in, in rightful manner, mm-hmm. should everyone should have a bowl so that you can fill. And, and, but now we have to improvise because you are thinking of the flower that you're not going to have. So already you have two problems at one go. Mm-hmm. Problem of a stove that, that yes. if it causes fire, might not be replaced. The second problem would be having not to have enough to, to make sure that the training goes perfectly. Mm-hmm. We have sewing. Sewing, I don't know how many gogos attend uh, uh, that, that, that particular course. You know, we want embroidery machine. Uh, we will get gogos, we'll get orders. If Pagamisa gets orders, it gives to the grannies so the grannies can do. And the money cre- uh, generated from that, it goes to them. It doesn't go to Pagamisa mm-hmm. as part of empowering them you know, to do more. Um, because if you empower them, we are, we are making sure that the child that the Coco is looking for is looked after mm-hmm. pretty well. So you will, so we would get an order. We will do an order. But if they want embroidery, now we have to move this order to some company to do, mm-hmm. because Pagamisa doesn't have enough resources. Whereas if we were to have embroidery machine, Gogos will sew this side and the other one will do embroidery and will generate. So now there is some money that is coming out going to that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whereas all this money could have been poured in here and Gogos would have plenty. Instead of a 20%, Gogos will have a 50% or 100%. So it's such things that, that... makes us not being able to to reach as much as we want. Yes. 
when you are talking about ECD training, you you know, we are thinking about the resources that are supposed to be there. We are thinking about the chairs. We are thinking about the tables. We are thinking there's a whole lot that is involved that people are not even thinking about mm. it, you know. Um, having to improvise, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you have checked our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. You will see some of the teachers doing improvision for doing this. Right. Doing it on a paper mm -hmm. and making sure that you are using flour so that it, it will stay as, as strong as possible and having to to say, can you can you make this? Rather than to buy this because you will buy this. But if I'm taking a paper that has been thrown away, mm -hmm. put it in, in the damp of water with a little bit of flour, it will make this hard. <laughs> put it out there. And voila, you, you have your... Yeah. So Pagamisa does that mm -hmm. because of lacking of resources that, that we need. There is so much that we, we yeah. could do, but, but because of the limited resources that, that we have, it, it's, it makes life even harder for those women. You know, it, it drains you emotionally and it, and it suppresses your, your enthusiasm mm -hmm. of, I want to do this, I want to do that, and you... you are like, mm. yeah. do we have budget for that? We're like, okay, we don't have budget. Yeah. <laughs> so bring, bring me back to the to the children that Pakamisa mm -hmm. works with. So am I right that you're running nursery schools mm -hmm. for, for groups of children mm -hmm. and for their go-go's and for the grandmoms mm -hmm. who are trying to support them mm -hmm. as well? Give us what... What sort of challenges are those children facing? Oh, why, why are they called wandering schools? Oh, many years ago, when Pagamisa was, was formed, I'll say formed because it was in the process of getting formed, um, um, one, of, one idea came about looking at the community at large, more especially in, in, in the impoverished and the squatter camps, more kids were wandering around the streets. Why aren't these kids at school? <laughs> Crash, you know? Mm -hmm. um, um, and we know in our preschools, um, um, parents have to pay a certain fee because there will be porridge, breakfast in the morning and lunch in the, uh, you know, all the necessities of what is needed in the preschool. So parent has to pay a certain fee. So, Looking at these kids wandering around and they started to do some digging. Why are these kids not in a preschool in a crash? Mm -hmm. What's happening? And the survey showed that many of them were being raised by grannies. And some of them, they were orphans and neighbor had to raise a child from next door that doesn't have anyone and decided to take the child in. And, you know, uh, it's, that is called Ubuntu, but it was not properly done, you know. Um, um, and hence, it was called a wandering school. Uh, so they started doing the teaching by collecting all these kids and put them under the tree and they'll start teaching them, you know. And this expanded. When it's raining... They can't be there, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, if it's sunny, okay, they are under the tree. And 
one thing led to another. Oh, they are not eating properly. Oh, these are the problems that they are facing in their homes. And that's how Gogos also in, uh, incorporated were featured in. So what if we bring the owners of these kids, but only to find that there were grannies and that's how Gogos were formed and to also make sure that they are being given the skill to look after this, the kids in, in the long run. That is how economic empowerment came about, uh, measuring the two. So the word from Wandering School came from there. Uh, leave it alone now, we have a a what we call... Uh, it's 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 not a proper structure. I, I'm not sure if you are familiar with window houses. No. Oh, the ones that are, yes, 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 yes. We have those uh -huh. as our cash, okay. where our kids go to. They don't pay any fees because we understand the nature of 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 the state of where they are living, and we we have three of them in different areas. Uh, very far from each other and yeah they are using those uh, uh, windy houses as a crash so in each school we got about 30 kids in each school trust me as i'm saying it's a school think of a wonder uh, of, of of a windy house right. it will be a room like probably like this size or less than this that that puts 30 kids in <laughs> So 33-year-olds, that sort of... Uh, so so they, they, their age ranges from two years to five years. Okay. Um, and we'll have one teacher there. Um, in total, we have about 90 kids. Um, there used to be more than that. And sometimes there'll be more than that at the beginning of the year. Mm. Uh, some of the schools, they'll be flooded with kids. But as time goes by, you'll have some dropouts here here and there. So Pagamisa fosters those uh, wandering schools. How so we give them free education? How that free education came about? We have our own wandering school teachers that were trained in the program that Pagamisa uses to train other ECD teachers uh, from different centers. So they were trained to look after, it's not somebody who just come in and say, oh, I wanna be a wandering school teacher. They're like, oh, come in. We say you are good, you know, you can. So we're looking for a person who is who, who loves kids mostly, a person who will understand kids and a person definitely who has gone under a training. Um, so that's that's what we do. And any any resources that are being used are strictly coming from Pagamisa, which makes it sometimes even difficult for us to to incorporate other things that we want to um, uh, to make sure that they get the best of 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 a foundation phase education. Um, which makes it even more hard for us to 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 even put a desk in. With it, it, those are the things that we don't have. Mm -hmm. We can only imagine and envision a kids to have a proper small desk and a chair. Okay. We don't have those. A proper table to dish on or to 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 make sure that you are dishing up the porridge in the morning when the porridge arrives. There isn't any of that, you know. Mm -hmm. 
which makes it even more difficult that the resources of if you are thinking that you find uh, books you're not going to find any um you'll find a little bit of this and that that mm-hmm. that that shows that it is an element of of a preschool and more especially we do in, we improvise some of the things we create them on our own mm-hmm. because they've been taught how to do provisions and um the the the, the, the posters that are being put up in that wandering stone we create our own teaching material so that you know it it really looks like a, a proper a preschool, yes. you know, whereas there is a lot to be done in those wandering schools. Mm-hmm. Our vision or my vision, <laughs> I shared this earlier with Tim, my vision is is I'm looking at creating a, a, a preschool that will have approximately three rooms, but mm-hmm. obviously you you can't you, you can't think that it's something that's going to happen today might be something that can happen in a couple of years mm-hmm. to come or it will still remain as a dream because all of these wandering schools that I'm talking about, they don't even have a space to play. You know, there are activities whereby a child needs to go outside and mm-hmm. play. There isn't any of that because there is no space around them to go and play outside. Uh, to go and make a child feel the sand so that get dirty, you, mm-hmm. you know, pour some water and they're like, they, they, they can't experience all of that um, because of the nature of where these wandering schools are. But the whole idea in a nutshell was to also just collect these kids that are wandering around, assist, meet the community halfway meet up the grannies that are looking after these these kids um, and making sure that they are well looked after. So we also provide porridge for them. We mm-hmm. cook porridge and we take it to them. They, there's no electricity in their places and we are not thinking of putting any anytime soon because one of our wandering schools uh, during COVID, it was vandalized. Um but mostly it it was it was old because it was also built built in in corrugated uh, iron mm-hmm. and during covid people decided to take all of that <laughs> out and when we reopened in 2021 we had to start afresh and rebuild that wandering school of which we did and it's it still exists so we are quite happy about that but other than all these difficulties that we are encountering, as I'm speaking to you now, I know that at, at, at Nomalanga's Wandering School, we still need to put a new roof because it has gotten so old and it, now it's starting. If, if it were to rain, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you cross, your, you cross yeah. your fingers that... Mm, I wonder how many of those holes will... <laughs> Did the mat be wet? Oh, what's the story? So, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's the story of our lives. But one thing that guarantees us is that we've got the best wandering school teachers. You, you. It's wonderful. Tell us you about. Get the best. Tell us. Can you tell us a story about the difference 
that the work of Pakamisa has made in one child or one go-go? Oh, my word. Lots of kids. <laughs> mm, tell us a story about one. Lots of kids. Um, there is a child, um, we called her Pumba, because she was chubby. Uh, so she was Pumba. Um, and she attended at Nomalanga's Wandering School um, a couple of years, because I think two years ago. She's now at, at school. She's a primary school learner, uh, which always fascinates us because she's, she's, she's now minding. She knows how to mind herself yeah. when she talks and, and do all of that, and which, which is quite uh, exciting to see and to witness. Um, we first heard the story of Pumba um, when, when we are doing um, our reports. Um, just before we close for holidays, we'll normally gather around and we will discuss the issues and what have you encountered in your area? What are the issues there? How can we assist as the office? So it's normally done during that period whereby we come and talk about these issues. So Nomalanga tells us that age, you remember the, the child that I told you about that she, she doesn't have any underwears and sometimes she walks barefoot even if it's cold. And I remember asking for some clothing um, and I was like, yeah, 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 I do remember what's, what, what's her story. And she was like, oh, she lives with a grand. I just discovered the, uh, the, the place where they are living with, this, with her granny. And I was like, where is the mother? Where is the mother to look after the kid? And she was complaining that even when she comes uh, at school, you can tell that she has not bath at all. And um, because they they have a, a tap outside um, in the yard, she'll pour that water and wash her face and just try and knit her hair up so that she doesn't look um, different from other kids. So she tells me the story that after the co and then during COVID time, she went and visited them and she discovered this is where they are living. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. And she, she gave, she, she sent me a picture and I was like, hey, this is, this is difficult. And, um, I will see what I can do, but I will first need to come and, and visit you and probably have a chat with her as well, uh, with, with the granny. I, I need her side. I hear what you are telling me, but I also need side of uh, her story uh, from the horse's mouth, not hearing from you. Because if I were to go and tell somebody, they'll ask me, if you have you met the woman? And I'm like, no, I better do it myself. Um and then uh, we, it mo we moved by, COVID happened, we're unable to, to go to her house. And after we reopened, it was like, okay, now we have reopened and there were food parcels. We, we received uh, some food parcels and we said we are going to deliver food parcels to all of this. And she was one of, of the people that we visited and gave it the food parcel. Little did I know that at a later stage during floods, I will I will have to visit her. 
flood happen and I'm told of this this scenario that has just happened and I'm like isn't it the same person that you told you you shared a story with and she was like yes mm-hmm. uh, that's the same person and I was like okay let's go and 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 I want to see what happened to her took the driver we went up there um and to see for ourselves child was still attending at Nomalanga's uh, uh, wandering school and I went up there and it was like can a normal person live in such a state um it's a shack it's not even a proper shack other shacks are being built with corrugated iron this one it's not even built of it it's built of a sail and the sail it has got holes everywhere and even on the ground right on the sail here she put some stones around just so the rain wouldn't go inside mm-hmm. to prevent the rain from flooding right through her, her her tiny house i was like a child lives in this condition and and nomalanga was like yes she does and i met the granny it was just one of those scenarios whereby you are like am i dreaming or am i dreaming or is this happening for real what's happening here and she said yes i live here with my grandchild and yeah and i asked about the mother the mother left she said she was going to look for a job she had never returned it's been 4 years she has never returned and I asked about the pension fund are you receiving any pension fund and she was like no i'm not receiving any pension fund what's the reason for you mm-hmm. not to receive pension fund simply because she can't read she <laughs> she 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 has never read anything she has never been to school of any kind uh, which makes it even more difficult for her to go and apply and i was like no we seriously need to do something about this but the condition of this house i'll i'll show, I'll, i'll share some pictures with you later I, i was like no it it can never be um went home i couldn't eat i couldn't breathe just thinking of the nature of what i've seen with my own two eyes and i was like if if i were to be told to leave pagamesa i wanna leave um knowing that that woman has got a safe place to live in with that child um couple of of weeks down the line I approach my my um admin I said no I want you to come with me so that we can have a look um and we can then decide what what's next from this so we went and she literally she just cried um and she is a social worker in by profession and she was like no this is totally unacceptable and she couldn't believe what what you know because it's a different story looking yeah. at the picture and seeing this thing live and we went back and I was like I don't know what to do Carol but God wouldn't wouldn't have 
brought the case of this child to us if he knew that he was going to fail us at a later stage. So this is his task. I don't know how and when are we going to get money, but we're going to build a house for that woman, even if it's a one-room house, but we're going to build a house for the child and that woman. And shortly after that, I chatted to WDR. I think it was a couple of months down the line, and um, it was merely a, a call to say, how are you doing? How have you started your year? Uh, what are the plans mm -hmm. for the year? Have you drafted anything? You know, and we, we just want to catch up with you. And I was like, oh, yeah. This is what I have in mind. And, oh, guys, you're not going to believe this is what we came across with. I don't know how we're going to get raise funds for this. I've chatted with my board um, at Pagamisa, but um, um, I, I can tell they, <laughs> they are, like, shocked. Uh, I, they wouldn't even know where to start. Uh, but all I know is that God will do something about this. And couple of months down the line, WDR was like, boom, there is the money. Do whatever that you want to do. Uh, they called it flood relief. And I was like, what? Because we had, it, it happened just after floods. And I was like, you won't believe. What are you saying to me? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, there are so many people that were affected, but... This one, it's something that we have to start off with yes. um, before we go on and fix our wandering schools. And But this one, we, it, it's something that we seriously need to do. Mm -hmm. And we started building the house for her. We built a house for, for, for her and the child. Absolutely amazing. She was extremely excited. Sure. We were also excited as well that... Uh, okay, what has just happened? <laughs> because it's something that. that we have never imagined that we'll be able to do, but trusting him and him alone, that he will come along the way of which he did. And on top of that, because she was not receiving a grant, our wandering school teacher um, said to me, can I please accompany her to the social development mm -hmm. department? to see if I can be able to assist her. So she took her there, and today we are talking about somebody who is earning her pension to assist the grandchild. So we've beaten two, <laughs> beaten a, 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 a bed uh, with two storms. Fantastic, thank you. Which is, which is quite interesting. <laughs> it's, about, it's about how God works to transform the world, isn't exactly. it? And that being exactly. open, open to God. Exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you for the stories. I'm going to encourage people to look at the Pacamisa wet Facebook site and Thank just you. to hear more stories there and through WDR about you. the work that God's doing through you. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you for the conversation. Um, in a moment, we'll pray together if we yes. may. But before we do that, uh, just to remind those listening and watching uh, that you can catch up on our other conversations that we've uh, been having and to watch out for more podcasts that will be coming that you can access through uh, whatever means it is that you normally access your podcasts. But thank most you. of all, thank you to you. Let's pray together as we thank finish. You. Loving God, thank you that you're at work in the world. 
thank you for the stories that we've heard just now and the many more that are to be told about what you're doing in and through your faithful people. So today we pray for Pakamisa and for the work that you're doing through Zeta and through the wonderful staff that are there. Would you bless and encourage them? And Lord, would you open up those avenues, those things that are more than we ask or even imagine, to bless and enrich uh, the lives of the children and their families, especially their grannies, the Gogos, uh, as they seek to care for those children. Lord, we surrender this work into the hands of Jesus, praying in his name. Amen. Amen.